go. Salika's back. <laughs> and we got two two new guests. Mm. We'll tell you the rest. Later, potato. <laughs> That's the best I can do with rap. <laughs> I actually never like rap music. How can or you not potato. like rap music? I mean, I'm, or if, sweet potatoes. Take, take, take my black card back. I don't like rap music. I don't like sweet potatoes. For real. But I like go-go. Yeah. Don't Me so the fact that I like go-go, if you're not from the Washington, Maryland, Virginia area, you may not know what go-go is. It's a genre of music, just heavy in percussions. And uh, my high school teacher said it sounded like the same song playing for four hours. So <laughs> anyway, but anyway. What does he know? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, today we got a great subject. We're talking about single momming it, the struggles and the strategies. What is it like to be raising children or a child by yourself? And... We know that that is a serious responsibility. Children are a gift from the Lord, even if they are being raised in, an, in a not so um, traditional structure. Uh, as I was raised from uh, several years of my childhood, my brother and I were raised by my mother alone. And um, so I have a great deal of respect for single moms and, um, and appreciate some of the challenge that they face. So hopefully if you're a single mom, you're, you're tuning in today or you're sharing this with somebody who is a single mom. And we got some people who've experienced it, who have uh, lessons that they've learned from it and things that they, they're willing to share. So I want to welcome our guest today. Again, Salika Wood. Hey, y'all. Uh, Miss Jean Kane <laughs> no, is with us today. She's on our staff, works at our Zion for Washington location. And also Miss Nicole Wormsley Good is morning. also with us. She works in our Landover Finance Department. And uh, thank you, ladies. Thank y'all for being here. Thank you for, Thank having, you for us. having us. All right, I'm going to jump right in. Y'all can answer as you see fit, whatever you want to say to these questions. If you have an answer, answer. You know, if you don't, we'll just keep moving. But I guess I want to start by asking, what is the single greatest challenge for you raising a child alone or children alone? Mm. And did y'all raise more than one child alone or just no. each of you? So each of you have one child that you had alone. Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't. Have it alone, but yeah. <laughs> you just raise them. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's the greatest single challenge that comes to mind, in your opinion? I, oh, you go. Oh, okay. I became a single mom after nine years of marriage. My husband and I divorced. Mm. So I became a single mom, but not a single parent. Um, mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because um, the challenge that I faced was raising a child by myself or mm -hmm. in a home alone mm -hmm. without my husband yeah and making decisions and making sure that i'm stealing um the values and the morals that mm -hmm. we planned together that yeah. i continued to do that yeah throughout uh our household without him being there so when you said that you became a single mom and not a single parent can you what does that mean to y'all when you when y'all hear that because that means something to me yeah, mm -hmm. it means a lot to me yeah. because I was raised with two parents all my life, and mm -hmm. to be in a household where it was just me having the responsibilities da uh, daily with my daughter, um, not having, you know, to wake up and ask my husband like, okay, how's the day plan? This is what our daughter has to do. Yeah. Are you available for it? Right. Things like that. It was it was on me. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, so. 
time and and you know being available availability mm-hmm. for her to continue the lifestyle that we had planned for her mm-hmm. that 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 was important to me yeah because i didn't want to disrupt her life yeah. because of our mistakes yeah 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 i was actually want to agree with her that mm-hmm. um i want to put a disclaimer out there that although i'm married now you know i was a single mom with my oldest daughter right for, yeah. um eight years Clarify. yeah Why right because i don't want y'all to think me and my boo ain't <laughs> yeah, still together yeah 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 <laughs> y'all know i love that man or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe but, they're not married <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, the hardest thing for me was the day-to-day things having to do, you know, not really having anybody to trade off with on a day-to-day basis, you know, having somebody Sharing in the load. home. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like being everything to one mm-hmm. person, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's dependent on you when you're sick. I, I, felt, I remember feeling like I couldn't be sick, like, because I had to take care of her. Yeah, so. and did you have a, oh, both of you had daughters. Yes. But Nicole, you're raising a son, right? Absolutely. It, it would seem like that's a different challenge, though. Like, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so for myself, I uh, became a single parent after 11 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily consider myself a single mom in because his dad is very much involved in his Mm -hmm. life. Okay. So you're a single mom. That's what I would define. You're a single mom because mm -hmm. you're a mother who's not married. Absolutely. A single parent means you're parenting all by yourself. The other parent is not involved at all. They don't come by. They don't do visitation support. I don't think that should ever be the case. Yeah, that's 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 trifling. Yeah, it is. But Children need both parents in mm-hmm. their life, even yes. if they don't live together. Absolutely, do something. Yeah, mm-hmm. do something. But what what I was gonna say is, what would you say? Because you got a son, mm-hmm. and y'all raised daughters mm-hmm. alone. Now you're raising sons with their father, yes. right? Yes. My experience now is totally different than right. what it was with her. Can, so would you, what would it be like if you had to raise a son? What do you think? Because that's what my mother had to do. I just Game. think, because there's I'm, some things you can't, you don't know what to do yeah. with. Like, like what about that, that talk I'm scared. about sex and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. My mother you, you didn't said talk you're scared? to us I'm scared. That. I'm terrified of when that time How is old is your son? He's 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. coming. But yeah. You, and but I you're doing it. But I you're am, doing but it. I, but I'm terrified of that puberty stage. Mm. Yeah. He's 10, so I know in a few short years, mm-hmm. yes. things are going to start changing. Yeah. He's going to have questions. And... You know, I try to talk to him now and let him know that, you know, communication is key. So you can Mm -hmm. talk to me or your dad about Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. But I have to let him know that there are going to be some things that you're not going to feel comfortable talking Mm -hmm. to me about or vice versa with your dad. Yeah. But. You know, when we get to that stage, right? That's when you call his father, and say, "You, yeah, you need to talk to your son." So I have, two, I have two uh, responses already developed. Right. Mm-hmm. Talk to your dad. Right. That's it. Or come get him. No, but you say something. Oh yeah. Key. Or you come call your him. father. Yeah, you can come get your son. You say yes. something key though. It's communication because everybody thinks that, like, even you know, that puberty stage, the be- birds and the bees talk is like one conversation. It's oh, yeah. lots of conversations mm-hmm. yeah. that lead up to really knowing what you need to know. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's not just yeah. one conversation. I don't think one day. Everything's going to change. So it's good that you have that communication with him now. And I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's important that we keep those lines of communications open with our children Mm -hmm. at an early age, Mm -hmm. letting them know that regardless of how bad it is, Mm -hmm. come talk to me about it. Because if you don't talk to them, somebody else will. Mm -hmm. Wow. So let's talk about this because you all became single parents differently. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yours through divorce, right? Yeah, I was was never married. You were never married to your daughter's father. But he was involved, like Nicole has said. Yeah. I don't want to make it seem like he was absent, but. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
And mine so, was too. He was so involved. So he stayed involved? Yes. So here's a question that, that, you know, I know we discussed this before the podcast, but I didn't discuss this with y'all, but it, I just thought about this. Did you find yourself, because there may be somebody listening who's in a marriage and the marriage is struggling, but they got a child or children. Did you find yourself struggling with, do I stay in this marriage to keep this child in a family construct? Or do I need to get out for my own sanity and figure out a way to make this work? For the, you know, talk about that tension. Because somebody might be in that situation where um, they need to know that, it, oh, I, you know, like, yeah, what what comes to your mind in that situation? Like, do you, uh, was that a difficult part of the process in the choice? Because, you know, sometimes people make a selection like, I got to get out of this marriage because this marriage is toxic. And I know. I'm just saying in general, you may be something, I may have crossed the line talking about people's business, but <laughs> just in general, how would you advise somebody who may be in that space and they're trying to figure out, do I, am I, am I wrong for, for protecting my own sanity? Because sometimes you got to get out of a marriage because it's going to mess you up. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't together, you can't even help the child. It's not even It ain't not ideal. It, it's not just marriage. I think toxic relationships dating relationships absolutely any significant right Mm -hmm. any booed up situation yeah right right so let's talk about that because i think some people are guilted into staying in a relationship that's killing them but they don't want the child to be hurt and i'm saying that that we need to have that conversation because i don't agree you're supposed to stay in a relationship just for the child particularly if it's toxic and it's and it's detrimental and it's Mm -hmm. dangerous and there's tension and fighting and distrust and all that kind of foolery mm-hmm. i would say in my marriage by the way people see you they can't they can't hear y'all they see i see okay. y'all nodding your head but they can't hear y'all. <laughs> okay. um mine wasn't toxic towards my daughter but in the marriage it was because mm-hmm. it was uh mistrust mm-hmm. and i didn't want to divorce mm-hmm. but i knew things were happening in my mm-hmm. marriage and it wasn't comfortable for me so i kind of with to protect my daughter, to mm-hmm. protect our marriage so that she wouldn't uh, have a bad opinion about her dad. Mm-hmm. I protected him, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we, I, I asked him to kindly, let's keep this between us. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with our child. Okay. And so we stayed together even after his affair for like two years because I didn't want a divorce. Mm-hmm. Until one day I realized that. I wasn't healthy yeah. anymore. Yeah. And so I told him it was okay. We could we could do this because I needed to be healthy, a healthy woman mm-hmm. to raise a healthy that's daughter. That's right. Yeah. That's so true. And so that's why I agreed to a divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once I um, separated and found myself again, mm-hmm. I realized that we were going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would not... Um, I know people do it, um, and I would say after we divorced, maybe a year after we divorced, he came back and he said, you know, had I known that you would be that person again or, you know, be so independent like you were. And I remember my mom told me, she said, after we divorced, she said, he fell back in love with the woman he fell in love with. Uh, 14, 15 years ago mm-hmm. because I didn't let it crush me. Yeah. You know, and, and we just moved on. So, no, I um, I didn't stay in my marriage because of my daughter. In fact, he and I had a talk with our daughter 
because she, you know, when we told her we was getting a divorce, she cried and she said to me, she said, she said to us, what did I do? And we told her, we said, you didn't have the power to break this right, down. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to release your child from that yes. uh, responsibility or, or, or thinking they had to respond. Yeah. It was their responsibility right. or yeah. it was that they caused that. You mm-hmm. have to release them mm-hmm. yeah. from all that guilt. And we told her, we said, you didn't have the power to break us up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is grown up stuff. Right? Yeah. And if you separate those two, then I think you can make it. Mm-hmm. And I think for any father out there listening who... You know, this is not a man bashing session. In fact, I think it's important. One of the reasons why it's important, in light of what you just said, that men stay connected to their children because if a child in their impressionable years feels like my dad can leave my mom, mm-hmm. maybe he'll leave me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the the child needs to know that y'all have an unwavering commitment to them. Yes, even good. if we didn't work out. We are really about you. Mm-hmm. We're going to make that work. And I told people that even after my divorce, they would say, oh, you divorced? I said, yeah. I said, the the marriage, our relationship was bad, mm-hmm. but he was a good father mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. until good. he died. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Good, good. Yeah. I'm going to shift gears a little bit and ask about some things that you all do to manage this job by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your, what are your, what are, what are ways you do it? What are your systems? Do you have a team to help you? Like, what do you do to, and what do you recommend to people? What's working for y'all, and what can you recommend to people to manage this? Because it is a two-person job mm-hmm. being done by one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I just, you know, this is my mom. This is like working the fries and the cash register McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a poor analogy, but you know what I'm saying. Amen. Y'all remember, y'all remember the show called I Love Lucy? Yes. I love so that I show. Love Lucy. Yes. One, one time they was doing something and they, w- they would go to these places and the person who was the hotel uh, bellhop would also be the manager. He was also <laughs> the chief of the fire department. Yes. He was the clergyman. He was all that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I mean, y'all, yeah. y'all got it. So what do y'all do? To manage it. I felt like during that time, because I'm speaking in passing, so right. I felt like during that time, I really, I was young as well as, I mean, when you're young and you're raising a kid, it mm-hmm. was just like, it, it, that was a, a hardship in itself. I really felt like I gave up a lot mm-hmm. th- for a period of time. Like, mm-hmm. my main focus was just all about her, and mm-hmm. I wasn't worried about going out, but I did have support of, like, my cousins or, like, my sisters. Mm-hmm. So when if you I say needed, support, what do they do? Like if um if I had to go to the emergency room late at night with the kid, like mm-hmm. one of them would show up with me to sit okay. there with me because I had like a baby. So if yeah. I had to go to the bathroom when you got a sick baby, mm-hmm. you right. know what I mean? Like right. I needed somebody to trade off with. Mm-hmm. Um, So those, that kind of support, emotional yeah. support and even physical, you know, when I would need it. But I don't feel like I did enough probably for myself when yeah. I was in, you know, that space. You So in looking back, would you have done more no. self-care or more personal Stuff. Um, Cause you I mean, knowing like what I know now, probably of just how 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 helpful it is to be able to um, have that time for yourself. Right. Probably. But how would you do it? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You, I mean, you you let them watch her. You know um, what I mean? Like to me, it seems like child care is yeah. critical. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that seems like a a necessity. Mm-hmm. You gotta have some people you can trust to watch yeah. your kid. Your yes. kid. Because yeah. I notice about women. Y'all don't even get to go to the bathroom without the child. <laughs> Y'all take showers with the child. I mean, yes. that's, that's like, that's just too much, <laughs> yes. man. As a man, we don't do none of that. Yeah. Now, you're going to be out here while I'm in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
just be out here. I just gonna set you right here in a position where if you fall, you gonna still be breathing. Mm-hmm. But y'all take them. They be ah, just too much invasive space. <laughs> like anyway, yeah. To mom, that's just the mom job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, what what systems, what support systems do y'all have? What do you lean on? Well, for myself, my system, I rely heavily on a calendar. Okay. So when I got divorced. I created a calendar. So we have a calendar for the entire year. Okay. So every year in December, you're going to know what your schedule is mm-hmm. for the next year. Mm-hmm. And, mm. you know, my son is with me the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whenever his father wants to see him, he'll just come get him or he'll ask for extra days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to have that calendar. Um, for me, it's a little different because my family is in Jersey. Mm. Yeah. All of my family mm-hmm. support there. system. Yeah. But the blessing is that... Um, my support system is my in-laws. Yeah. So we have a really good nice. relationship. That's great. Wow. Even after the divorce. Even I mean, they didn't want to let me go. So. <laughs> wow. They told me, yeah. I, you can divorce him, but you can't divorce <laughs> right. us. Wow. That's good. That's a blessing. See, that's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Because when a relationship ends, it often ends the relationship between mm-hmm. those children and those grandparents. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair. It's, it's not, not fair. It's not. But the fact that you all been in, you've been in a situation where that stayed intact, that's pretty cool. Yes. That's I think pretty it cool. Takes, I think it takes a certain level of maturity, though, to do that. Yeah. You know, some people are so hurt. And proximity. Yeah, yeah that's it. Because if, if my assumption is, I'm making an assumption, that your ex-husband's in-laws live closer to you now. They right? do. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But if you let's just say they were in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Now you got a double challenge. Now the marriage is over and those trips are not, you know what I mean? Let's say, mm-hmm. let's say it was flipped. Let's say you're from D.C. area and he's from New Jersey and his parents are there. It would be like, we still want you, but, you know, those trips are going, yeah, 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 I Mm -hmm. want y'all too. Come get them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, yeah. 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 And when they're that young, you can't just send them on something to go see them. But proximity and maturity, as you say. Yes, absolutely. And I say my system was family, my family as well as his family because, like Nicole, they didn't want us – to, to separate they didn't right. want us to divorce and um I loved his family mm-hmm. and you know my family loved him mm-hmm. ir- regardless of what happened in the marriage so we always um uh checked in and 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 supported one another when it came to our daughter mm-hmm. and um like you say maturity yeah because um in marriages when people separate they one or both may end up with someone else. Mm -hmm. And I even found myself having to um, die to myself to accept his his new person Mm -hmm. in his life. Mm -hmm. And she and I actually had a talk Mm -hmm. um, about our daughter. Right. And uh, one thing that um, she had to get on board with is what the way that... um, my daughter's father and I wanted to raise her. Good. And so once she got on board with that, I also again had to give my daughter permission to even love her stepmom. Mm-hmm. And to tell her it's not just two people that care about you in this world that love you mm-hmm. and want the best for you. Now you got three people. So it's bonus it, parents. Right. So it's yeah, it's, it's just uh, the system. I think uh, like Shalika said, you have to be mature and keep the kids out of grown up stuff. So so here's so so let me let me let's go into that since you went there, right? 
I would think that it, a lot of that has to do with how that step parent came into the picture. True. If they mm-hmm. came in through infidelity, that could be a little tricky saying, yeah, she loves you too. Mm-hmm. Like, that heifer. Like, I'm just saying, you know, I know y'all won't say that, but I'm saying how I would think if mm-hmm. I'm in that situation. But I know you got a you Jesus. You love Jesus, right? And I'm not saying that's the case. <laughs> I'm it was people. more than right. Jesus with me. <laughs> I had to love myself. Okay. You know. so, let me, so let me ask this question then. If you got to have a conversation, if y'all not going to be, if you're not going to be with your child's parent Mm -hmm. because they're deceased or they're divorced, right? Mm. There might be somebody else who becomes even in your life, Mm -hmm. like somebody you bring into your life, a relationship, but that's your child, right? So how do you have that conversation with your new love interest or with your ex's person is going anybody's going to be around your child because yeah. let me tell you what i know that's y'all's child yeah, yeah. We, we father we just my son got my mother his mother's name tattooed on him <laughs> i'm like i'm looking on his body to see where my initial is or anything <laughs> like i'm the one to pay for everything but anyway like hey we know who the child belongs to at the end of the day how do y'all navigate through that kind of situation with your new love interest mm-hmm. and with if there is somebody else in their life how does that conversation go? Mm-hmm. It, it can be tricky. Um, so when I first divorced, um, and even before the divorce, actually when I gave the divorce papers, let them know, hey, I filed. Because mm-hmm. um, you give calendars and papers. <laughs> you hand over no, documents. Document. Yeah. You documentation. <laughs> hey, look, here, let me tell you something. Here's the divorce paper, first of all, and here's the calendar. <laughs> and here the receipts. Hey. And here's your part of the bill. <laughs> you got any you questions? Got you got four folders. <laughs> <laughs> and put your questions in yeah. Right, right, right. So when we um, first split, my ex initially came to me like, okay, well, you know, I know eventually you're going to meet somebody new, but, um, you know, I'm going to have to meet him and I got to have a conversation with him and let him know, you know, mm-hmm. these are the things that's going to happen with my child. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. But, and I saw where he was coming from. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't want just anybody around my child. And right. if they're going to be around my child. You feel the same way, child, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I think it was more so uh, um, when it came to discipline, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If there comes a time where you have to discipline my child, well, you just can't hit my child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it ever comes to that, then you need to call me first. Right. Yes. right. You know. You Y'all may agree need to with talk that? To yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, talking about because you now have yeah a, a husband mm-hmm. that's yeah. your child's stepfather. Yeah. But same I, I, thing. I, yeah. My, we clear on how he was very clear on how I wanted to raise her, and um, my daughter's father has since passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he was alive, I didn't. He never was in a serious relationship where I had to meet anybody, any of his mm-hmm. people he was dealing with. Right. Um. But I. I was in a relationship. I had got in a relationship with um, my now husband, DeMont. Mm-hmm. And it took DeMont a year before he even met Sage. Like mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. I mean, late, like he knew, he knew I had this daughter. We mm-hmm. would be like at cookouts, whatever. Like we had mutual friends. He would mm-hmm. be there. It was no, like, this is my friend. 
uh, DeMont and it was none of that. It was just like you had to have those boundaries because I'm trying to figure you out before I involve you in her mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was that time was worth it to me. And he mm-hmm. he he understood like those boundaries when we would go out. It was mm-hmm. just me and him. You ain't coming to my house when she mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. We you definitely ain't spending the night. You ain't mm-hmm. like it's, none of that was yeah. happening. Wow. So all of those boundaries was like so important to me. But when the time came and she did meet him out, we always joke about it now. Our first uh, date was she was with us mm-hmm. and I had her like car seat in the back seat. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking at him like, you OK? He kept saying I, I was turning around like, you all right? Mm-hmm. You OK? And we went to Red Robin. I'm just like trying to get all her cues because this is the only person she ever been around, mm-hmm. you know, besides yeah. her, right. her father. Yeah. But um. He he found her her father knew I was dating somebody mm-hmm. and he just kind of like had heard about it. And it was just like he he didn't he like I said about that level of maturity. His thing was just kind of like you, my baby mother, you ain't going to be with nobody else. Mm-hmm. And we had been together so long. So I think he felt, you know, he, he felt like I belonged to him. Mm-hmm. And so he never would say he wanted to meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Some, a time, he didn't want to let go. Yeah, he he definitely ain't want to mm. let go. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember PJ um, had connected me with Trinace. And who used PJ, to, PJ is, is a past, pastor. Yeah, pastor who used mm-hmm. to be here. Him, him and um, Claire did our like premarital counseling mm-hmm. and all of that. And they had connected us with, with Trinace and Greg. Mm-hmm. And we went out and we talked about it. They really wanted to put us with another couple who kind of mm-hmm. had been through that. Mm-hmm. And I remember Trinace said, "Don't try to um, don't try to convince the." Your your daughter's father of like that Demond is a good man or whatever. She was like his character will show, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, like some time had went by. Of course, Demond knows a lot of people in the area. Mm-hmm. He started hearing knowing different people who knew him, mm-hmm. and it just became like they were they ended up like being cool with yeah. one another. It just happened naturally. Yeah. And actually the last conversation I had with um, my daughter's father before he ended up passing away, he had came over the house and he was waiting for DeMont to get back. He had went to the store. DeMont mm-hmm. had went to the store. He was waiting for DeMont to get back. Um, you know, just to like say what's up, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, DeMont was taking forever. He never came back. But he, I remember he said, um, he was like, Peaches, that's what they call me. He was like, Peaches, you got a good dude. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to be all right. And mm-hmm. that was it. Not knowing I would never see him again, but wow. it made it let me know like he saw that I was with a good person. Yeah. It was he had no reason to worry. Yeah. So yeah. And I think mm. with me, if it, it was communication. Um I had like I said, we had I had a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I I told her, I said, treat my daughter like she's mine. Yeah. Not like she's yours. I don't know how you treat. I don't know. Whoa, I like that. I don't know how you treat, treat your my kid. daughter like, like she's, she's mine. Yours. Like she's I like mine. that. I like that. I said that. not like she's yours because mm. I don't know how you treat your kid. Wow. I said, but she's on borrowed time with you. I was on the radio show and one time. When you hear something like that, they go ding, ding, ding. I like that. And and um, once she realized that, and and before, like you said, before uh, uh, our daughter met her or was able to go visit them. They had to come to my house, and her mm-hmm. father and I and the lady sat down and talked. And her dad was, like, looking like, wow, I don't believe you having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I told her. I said, and, and like Nicole said, I said, when it comes to discipline, yeah, I said, I don't care where I am in this world. Reach you call me, me yeah. I will fly back, <laughs> do what I have to do, and fly back to where I am. I said, but yeah. please don't touch my child. I'll, see, that statement, which you said, is so profound. That's something, if you're listening, you need to mark that. Treat my child like it's my child, not yours. Is that Say it That's, again. Say I it said, one more time. I told her. I said, treat my child 
like she's, she's mine, mine not, not yours. like she's yours and what that does is that means if you ever don't know what i would do call me mm-hmm. don't assume that you got it yeah. that you will handle it like me because it's not your child right. especially as long as i'm living and and at you that time I, mean? I was in my 40s so you know um i was well established and right. her dad was so um and, and and our daughter was going into her junior high school years mm-hmm. and all that, so we knew it was going, she had her little mouth. But one thing that we did tell her, we said, I said, you know, there were boundaries. And I said, what happens in your dad's home mm-hmm. stays in his home. As mm-hmm. long as it doesn't involve you, mm-hmm. I don't want to know his business. Mm-hmm. And vice versa here. I said, but, yeah, um, I said, because I don't want to know that. Yeah. I said, that's not my business. I said, but one thing I will tell you, you are a child mm-hmm. and you must stay in a child's place. Mm. It is not your responsibility to get into your father's business or my business. That's and good. The, the way that I balanced it, every other weekend he would have her. And I set my life around the weekends that mm-hmm. he had her. Yeah. And anybody was I was dating... Yes, and okay. he was very consistent. Mm-hmm. And anybody I was dating at that time, I told him, if you can't wait for that weekend mm-hmm. to come, mm-hmm. then I must not be that valuable to you. Wow. So y'all, because you really, I wanted you really to intentionally spend, spend, yes, yeah. I didn't bring time. them around. I didn't bring them around I my daughter. Mm-hmm. I, I want to I shift gears one more time. I'm going to tell y'all a phrase that you'll hear in barbershops. And I want to hear y'all, y'all react. I got, I'm the only guy in here, so, you know, hopefully y'all won't jump on me. I'm just saying this is what they say. Y'all ready? Baby mama drama. And the whole time they got the drama. Exactly. <laughs> right. It saying. be the dude. Exactly. I'm saying, it ain't in there saying, man, my baby mama, man, she was tripping, shawty. That was a good baby, man. She, man, but, she but, was but why is she tripping? I'm just, that's I'm what just, I'm saying. They know... You hear baby mama drama and that they don't we, have a baby daddy drama. They, 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 they are rhyme. the drama. They don't rhyme. Yes, but they are the drama. They are the drama. Okay, so in most cases, you hear that a lot from it's it's the woman that's causing the drama. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what the Even dude their girlfriend did. Are it too. Yeah, yeah. But, but nobody knows what he did to mm-hmm. cause me mm-hmm. to act a fool. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, right. you said you said something slick, or, or you, you know, you didn't, slick. You didn't um, come through with your yep. commitment yes. or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. and so naturally, I, I may have, you know, said Hurt. a few, mm-hmm. said a few things, <laughs> just a few, just and, you and, know, and just, just like things, and just huh? like I said on the weekends that he was to have our daughter say that he didn't show up, yeah, then mm-hmm. that impede on my time, mm-hmm. and you know, but you hanging out with your lady and you doing all this stuff right so i agree if you know if it's baby mama's <laughs> drama it had nothing it has nothing to do with the child it has everything to do with the relationship that you have with the father or the mother right i agree the guys do try to throw y'all under the bus they do so so <laughs> so what would you say to a single mom out there that's struggling to get consistent financial support from the dot from the dad go get child support go get child support Document everything. <laughs> document everything. Document everything. In the courts. Document it in the courts. Would you say take it to court? I will if you get to that point. Would you take it to court? Yes. If you had to, would you take him to court? If you absolutely have to. I, I did. Mean, but, but I, had, I took mine for child I didn't have to take him. I didn't have to take uh, my daughter's father. He went on his own. And I think that if men, not bashing anybody, mm-hmm. but if you don't want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with the with the mother mm-hmm. or, the, or the father, 
Um, because some women have to pay child support. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Be, be, be responsible. <laughs> be responsible <laughs> Dude and take got care. away and he getting right. money. Yeah. That is gangster. But uh, be responsible enough <laughs> to take care your business mm-hmm. if you don't want, you know, if, if, if you so, don't want to be I feel there. like so many things lead up lead up to the point before a woman feels like she has to take a yeah, sure. child support. I'm like like he don't pay his money. Yes. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, I ain't months. got it. Or but he got it's on like, products. Okay, you gotta, I ain't working. Yeah. Yeah. But he got on Gucci. And then purposely not yes. work. But yes. he got on Gucci. And driving mm. the best cars. That, yeah. You know. So why is it that ladies, like, it's not all of y'all, but so many ladies seem like they protecting a dude that didn't cover her, that didn't cover his own child, but they don't want to take him to court because they like feeling like they, they selling out on him or hurting him yeah i think like i don't want to see him go to jail or nothing i mean i just feel like that's i have never been really cool with that i just mm-hmm. think it's ridiculous you have to step but, up yeah well, i think people but then like they, they as soon as they're in a position a lot of these guys as soon as they're in a position they'll flip it mm-hmm. and and come after and come after the mother and the custody mm-hmm. and get money from y'all because mm-hmm. they're not working that's, that's really great. right yeah i agree but so, so if you're out there and, you know, because somebody might be intimidated mm-hmm. by a guy. They might be in a relationship where they feel like if they, if they, you know, put the press on them legally mm-hmm. that it could cause, endanger them. That's why I think every woman has to have somebody in their life that's crazy, a man. Yeah. A uncle, a cousin, a brother, a father, somebody that's just, that's just one <laughs> step away from just crazy. They just... They, 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 they. We know they're crazy, <laughs> but they always one step away from displaying it. Some, like, is every, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you ain't got that in your life, you need to get that. Go to church or, or somewhere. You might have to have that. a level of crazy. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> or you gotta have it yourself. I think. Right? It, I think in some yeah. cases, my mother support, had that. Yeah. 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 Well, this is my father. That. My father's crazy. Yeah. But um, I think sometimes. Child support can help the situation because when I think back to my situation, it was a, uh, it was so many things I remember like. I just wanted him to pay half of the uh, daycare at that time. I wasn't right. worried about none of her other needs. I, right. She was on my health yes. insurance, all of that. It was just one too many. I ain't got it. Then I'm like, okay, I got to go look at this daycare provider in the face, and I got to figure it out, so you mm-hmm. need to figure it out. So um, we ended up doing it, but we used to argue so much over, mm-hmm. like, money. It was right. money and, like, time. Right. We used, those were the arguments. Once yeah. that He was so mad when I took him for child support. Yeah, I know. So, so mad. But in the end, once everything got into place, we never had to argue about money again because I never asked him for one extra dime out of what he was given. Yeah, every two weeks. So I that never brought asked him. order to it. It really did. I like and we that. never argued about it again. And, and I believe sometimes, like, especially today, that you may not have to go to court yeah. because their fathers, child support can come in in, in different ways. Their fathers who um, probably won't give the mother the money, but they're paying for the child's education. Mm-hmm. They're paying yeah. for the child's health care. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime the mom say, well, the child has an extracurricular activity, it, it, it's going to cost you this. Or yeah. they, they're paying for that. So long as, is this some kind of assistance in mm-hmm. consistency. consistency? Then it could it could work. It can work. Yeah, yeah. You know. I still think y'all let guys off. Yeah. I think you let them get away with. I mean, in general, mm-hmm. like just to say, I just need half on the school. Yeah. Come on, man. No, they are like, struggling. No, when I say, that, I'm not I'm saying just, paying half. I say they're paying their child's tuition. Mm-hmm. Like they no, I'm, I'm saying just, just, I'm not saying everybody. Right. I just say mm-hmm. in general. Right. I just see a lot of ladies letting dudes just be irresponsible mm-hmm. and because 
their mothers don't even get on them about it. Yeah. They've been mothered all their life. They've been sheltered and nurtured all their life that nobody's held them accountable for mm-hmm. anything anyway. But that's another that's another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So so to this court thing, do y'all think the court system is biased towards women? And if so, do you think that's right? Because I've never I, seen a man walking in going to get there. He got to make the woman look crazy, psychotic, irresponsible. Hellish. I don't think that it's necessarily by. Huh? Uh, right. Sometimes it's, even that it doesn't right. work. Right, because if his draw showing in the courtroom, yeah, and his pants sagging, he still ain't. Gonna I get don't think that it's so much bias as the the women take actually. I don't want to say take advantage in a bad way. I'm talking about they take advantages advantage of the resources that they have. Women will go to court to get child support. They will go mm-hmm. to they will go to court to get um have custody, custody hearings. Yeah. yeah, custody hearings. Men sometimes I don't want no court in my business. I don't want them telling me how much I gotta pay for my child. I don't want right. them telling me when I could see my child. You probably should. So yeah. you you know your pride won't let you actually take advantage of the resources that's out here for you. So I think or women utilize be them better. Committed to the relationship. Yeah, how about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Nah, <laughs> but if that? you ain't going to be committed yeah, to the right, relationship, right, right, right. how you gonna get mad at me for utilizing the things that I I'm I have access to? You too much in your feelings. You won't even go go take me for uh take me if you have an issue for custody like a custody issue take mm. me to court so let's figure it out i'd yeah. rather do that than argue yeah it, it creates order yeah like yes. i mean i i went to court but that was only because i was filing for a divorce so to me it was all in order i'm filing for divorce and this is what the you gonna have I your want. stuff lined up here's folder five so you know she in the right <laughs> no, job you know what, but i agree <laughs> with that because when i got a divorce we had a settlement agreement mm. and our daughter like i said was was young she was under 10 we had an agreement all the way up through her college mm. like he would pay half of her college he would mm. pay half of this he would do that but he died when she was 14 mm. so that changed my entire mm-hmm. life yeah. but he also had things in place still for her college like insurance well, and things like that he had put in place for her so mm-hmm. uh, we had an agreement in our in our divorce papers that, that to cover everything until she was 18 19 20 years old i love if you're listening make sure you get some order in this yeah thing. order is going to help you make sure you tell these People who are going to be around your children, raise them like they're mine, not yours. <laughs> but but don't be afraid of going to reach out for order. The yes. system is there to help us. It's just like that's what it's there for. Yeah. Let me ask you another thing that may be helpful to people. How do y'all create space for yourself, a life outside of work and mothering? Because sometimes your life can seem reduced down to just those two things. All I do mm-hmm. is work and take care of this child. Mm-hmm. Work and take care of this child. Do y'all have a system where you create a life for yourself? Mm-hmm. Like... Like you're a human too. You're mm-hmm. you're not just a mother, and you're not just a a businesswoman or a professional. You're you're a, a, a sister, a friend, a girlfriend, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think you can lose yourself in the role, mm-hmm. particularly even more so when you're doing that parenting role by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I see y'all nodding. What mm-hmm. have you done? Can you relate to that? Absolutely. And then. What do you need to do? Even if you're not doing it, mm-hmm. what are some ideas? Because if you don't take time for yourself, here's, in fact, I'm going to be teaching this in our staff meeting coming up. One of the principles I'm going to share is, is that a lot of times people look at self-care as selfish. Like we feel like it's selfish, but actually it's selfish to not take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you have to bring your best self to the people mm-hmm. you're caring for. And if I don't care for myself, then I'm being selfish because I'm not going to bring my best self to you. Mm-hmm. So talk about that. 
So for me again, I like so I have that calendar. So <laughs> back to the calendar. I like that. That brings yeah, order. It, That's another six so orders. I'm gonna have a life mm-hmm. on my off weekends. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I make sure that, you know, I'll have girlfriends or somebody will call and say, Hey, you know, this is going on and then I whip out my phone and say, Hold hold on, I gotta look at the calendar. Okay. Yep, I'm free that day or no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And maybe I can switch a day with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I make sure that I have my time on those free weekends. Yeah. And so did you not just 100% mother, 100% worker? Like, you know I what try, I mean? I try not to because it can be frustrating, you know, and I, I still get frustrated because, you know, when I, I'm always on the clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm darting out of here at like 430 on a die. I might right. leave a little later, but that's because I have to get to this child and right. pick him up. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to factor in traffic. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a, uh, an accident that's sure. going to get me there late? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I get home, I'm on my feet from the time I walk in the door mm-hmm. because I got this 10-year-old that mm-hmm. acts like he hadn't eaten in His 10 life. days. Yeah, right. I'm hungry. So I have to get in the house and I have to cook the dinner mm-hmm. and make sure the house is in order. And sometimes I don't sit down for a while and that can mm-hmm. be frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I try to make sure that I have time for me. So. Yeah. You know, on my off days, I can whether it's go to get my hair done, my nails, mm-hmm. have time with my um, my friend, my mm-hmm. girlfriends. That time is mm-hmm. definitely important because you'll lose yourself mm-hmm. in your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good, good point, y'all. Yeah. Anything y'all want to add to that? I think with with me, and it's been a while because my daughter's grown now and she's mm-hmm. on her own. Um, I had to factor in the weekends that I had by myself, mm-hmm. but even the times when the weekends that she had that I that she was with me, mm-hmm. um, if she was with her her friends, mm-hmm. then I would go get my nails done, or mm-hmm. I would go to the movies, or I would go have dinner with my girlfriends, or be with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I always had to do something for me. I even went back to college mm-hmm. after my divorce, mm-hmm. and I would go on Saturdays up at Trinity. Um, because I had to sharpen myself to be the best person that I could be, even in my professional mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. And um, when I be, you know, as I went through 37 years of, of working in federal government, uh, even when I traveled, like my sister and my parents would watch my daughter when I was away, mm-hmm. and because I entrusted her only yeah. truly with very, very close mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to These find days, time. Yeah. You have to find time for yourself yeah. because, like you said, you have to be your best person mm-hmm. to, does, to, to be with your children. Does, and they watch you all the time. They're watching yeah. you. Yeah. So let me ask this for somebody who's listening because you have a 30-year-old, right? Yes. And your son is 10 and your daughter He's is 16. 16. Mm-hmm. So to that mom out there with a toddler by yeah. herself, does it get does it get harder as they get older or does it get easier? Like, are there different phases that you can say, yeah, and this, when they get here and they're a little more independent and they mm-hmm. can pick out their own outfit or whatever, or, or does that become more of a challenge? Cause now they're wearing stuff on one. Like, like, are you talk about, about parenting the general, just the parenting, oh, the parent, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm parenting? to the parenting piece. Mm-hmm. Like what, what can you say to a parent to say, you know, because you got a 30-year-old now. it has got to be less. I mean, you're always mothering, though, <laughs> you know, because you're always concerned yes. and praying. But are there seasons of parenting that are harder or easier? Like, 
Y'all understand my question? Yeah, I, I feel like I when the minds were younger, it was harder for me. Like, you, it, they just require they, so yes. much from them you. Them little jokers, take, yeah. they want to play and sit down and talk to I me. I got a granddaughter. <laughs> that's like work. I like, I'll be looking at the clock. What time did mother come? What time <laughs> with, yeah, we got 37 minutes. <laughs> but you know, but you know, you as, as the older person now, mm-hmm. and my daughter's 30, when she was young, you were mm-hmm. looking at the clock, like, what time did parent, you know, when when is this going to happen? When is that? Yeah. But when they get older, you still look at the clock mm-hmm. because now they're driving. What mm-hmm. time are they yeah, going to yeah, get yeah, home? You worry. Uh, you, you worry. worry. Yeah. It goes from a, diff- it's a different, it's a different kind, different, kind yeah, yeah. of. We just uh, always be it's, it's always there. We just there. didn't have no children. <laughs> just don't have none. And, 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 just be an uncle. And I would tell aunt. you, my, my mom <laughs> would be 90 years old mm-hmm. and she still calls to me oh i i hadn't heard from you and, I'm like and things like that and and so i'm calling my daughter if i don't hear and she doesn't even live here yeah. she moved to another state but if i don't hear from her two I'm or three days mm-hmm. i'm worried I'm i like said uh, if she doesn't text me if i text her and she doesn't text back i can call her then we three hours difference i'll call her and she said mom it's like six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. i said i what just needed doing, to right? hear your voice yeah i don't need to know what you do i just need to know that you're okay and i hang up it it goes to it's it's a different kind of care it's a different mm-hmm. kind of worry so i think it never goes away i feel like I but remember. you feel like the energy level that you have to put out when they little is a little different the energy as far as keeping up with them jokes yeah you gotta put them in the car in the car yeah have food and snacks and toys in your purse yeah yeah what's wrong with them i don't remember it being that hard when my kids were that little i think it's something wrong that's because it's a distant memory now no it's a i think it's a distant memory i got good memory it's something different about these little things now. I remember when my they take a lot of they take a lot of. <laughs> but they, they, I, re- they I just do, remember feeling much. like that would that would never end. Like I re- like having to get up in the middle of the night with kids, or mm-hmm. you know, like I oh, I remember. Go, well, I should, this, this no. should <laughs> we try to say something. She's like, it ain't that. It's no, just a distant memory. It, 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 it is being a nice memory. Y'all in here. No, but I used to. Rem- think, I remember feeling like during that time, like this is never going to end. Like when are they going to sleep for you mm-hmm. know sleep through the night or. Mm-hmm. When are they not going to need so much from me? Right. All of that's distant now. Right yeah. Now. And I hear people say all the time, like, oh, I just want them to stay a baby forever. I don't no. want them to no. grow up. I'm oh, like, no. I want my no. kids to grow up. How old are your kids now? You got 16? Yeah, 6, 8, and 6. I mean, 16, 8, eight and, six. and 6. Yeah. So that 8 and 6-year-old, I mean, they're, yeah, they, it's less, they, they're you don't, have, you don't feel like you own. have a, as much... No, I they don't. They can entertain themselves. Yeah, and I my 16-year-old definitely don't feel like that. Right. And, especially if they're responsible yeah. when they grow up and they're not giving you a lot of grief and trouble. Yeah. It's it that that in itself is a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know. So listen, y'all, we we out of time. We don't have any more time mm-hmm. left. So any final thoughts? Um there's single moms listening right now, maybe even some education for others who don't know what it's like to walk in shoes. Any final thoughts? Things y'all thought about when y'all when y'all agreed to do this podcast. Yeah. What is it that you want to say that you didn't get to say? We'll close with this. I just like to encourage um, single moms to try to really just build a trusting, a trusting support, supportive tribe to help you, um, you know, through this journey of motherhood. Um, and make sure that you take care of yourself mentally and physically um, and just rid yourself of mommy guilt because we know that that is a real thing. But taking care of yourself will allow you to really be able to pour your best self into your kids. So really mm-hmm. try to focus on that. I would, 
I would say um, to single moms, to irregardless of how things turned out or how 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 you happen to be a single mom, don't beat yourself up about it. Love yourself, love your children, and also, like you say, create a uh, support system yeah. around you and a trusting support system. Mm-hmm. Don't just allow anybody to care for your child. Yes, because mm. um, remember. You want somebody to take care of your child like they're yours. That's, not like that's they're the statement of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love good. it. Nicole, New Jersey. <laughs> I would just say, you know, stay the course. You um, do whatever you have to do for yourself to be your best self and to be the best parent to your mm-hmm. child. And if for some reason you have that um, negative energy with the other parent, Keep that away from the child. Never mm-hmm. bad mouth the other mm-hmm. parent because mm-hmm. right. children see you. They see their other parent. And you don't have to say anything negative. Mm-hmm. When they grow up, they see yes. what's happening. So you just always encourage um, the relationship with the other parent. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. I love it. As a master single parent myself. What? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Vicky probably say she raised you. Right, right. I, I can't relate. I mean, we've done it together. We've done it together. I can't imagine. Just when my wife goes on a trip. Yeah. If it's three days, I'm like, shoot, what are we going to do? Yeah. We eat everything. We just got candy and everything. Just, <laughs> see, that's what I think fathers get away with, too. When they get them on the weekends, yeah. it's like a carnival. Mm-hmm. The so the kid parent. don't like the mother because y'all got structure. Mm-hmm. So they come to our house and we got this videos going, this game, we're going to game. Because we're trying to, we gotta, we're trying to uh, kill time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be out <laughs> somewhere for about four hours, hoping to go to sleep and all that. So anyway, I want to thank y'all. Thank y'all you. did it. Thank you. Y'all's all nervous and look, <laughs> ran over time. But thank y'all. I hope somebody listening today got something out of this, got some encouragement, maybe got a system, a strategy, an idea, or just to feel like you're not alone. Um, we hope this spoke to y'all. I want to thank again our guests, Nicole Wormsley, Gene Kane, and Salika Wood for being with us today. And uh, we'll catch you right back here next time, right here on the Keep Battle Podcast.